Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Cecil. Guess who back in the house? Heels click clack in a bound. Fine fresh feminine style to 11. I'm divine so heavenly. Gentlemen sweat lips down. Cross the board, no doubt. Body like wow. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. <laughs> Did you ever doubt there would be any other entrance back into uh, the pod I mean I didn't know that was about to happen and I'm thrilled (laughs) I'm living for it (laughs) I have been planning that for the past six weeks (laughs) that was before we even took the hiatus yeah you were like if and when if and when there's a hiatus I know exactly how we're coming back into the room and you did that perfectly I did see you earlier holding up a little book so I couldn't see your screen and I was like what's she fucking planning I know but I thought it was just I don't know some surprise news but stealth is key yeah yeah yeah, when reintroducing yourself after a mini break absolutely yeah mini break we didn't go to Prague we didn't go to uh Krakow um but we have had a little break um and it feels great to be back great to be home it feels really good to be back like Mm -hmm. when we had the break well when we had the the first break we didn't know that we wouldn't be coming back for a while yeah we thought first break it's fine we could just do like a a little break because i was ill and it was like it's fine we'll just do like a little break it's it's cool um and we didn't know that this longer break was coming but it came yeah it did come so a lot has been going on in the past how long has it been like month uh, five weeks about a month five weeks maybe yes so a lot has been going on for uh personal reasons with the podcast and that's why we had to take the break so yeah olivia do you want to say a little bit about what's been going on just to give a bit of background yeah so i guess yeah we decided to take a break we didn't know that we'd be taking it for as long as we did as lucy said and the main reason why that happened was because really sadly and as a total shock to me and the rest of my family my um stepdad passed away a couple of weeks ago and it was something that was entirely unexpected for all of us and yeah just the hugest shock and devastation for yeah for everyone that is in our family and everybody that knew him so I think like for those reasons it didn't feel right to be continuing the podcast at that time it is still a very raw and new thing that has happened there's still a lot to be kind of sorted out in my mind and in everyone's mind I suppose about what happened and sort of what's left but it was actually because on I haven't haven't been back to my flat which is where we will record the podcast for a couple of weeks while this has all been sort of unfolding and then obviously the initial aftermath of that but then um we came back here last weekend and my mum came with me and then you guys like like lucy and a couple of our friends came um to the flat Mm -hmm. and my mum was like talking to everybody and sort of like holding court as she always does and one of the first thing that she mentioned was oh you know when's the podcast (laughs) coming back she just went so so when well because our other friend who was here made everyone a nice cup of tea as as is always good in a crisis yeah and she brought over our cups of tea and our queer longing mugs um and me and you sort of did like oh our baby like moment um and then your mum went so when are you gonna do the podcast again we're like oh (laughs) Alison oh like oh it's not it's not not really a priority right now i know and but. it's is well it is it, it isn't it isn't because yeah. it's kind of like you know the podcast for us you know speaking for us both but i know we're, that we're sort of on the same page with it it like brings us such joy to do it and it's yes. part of our 
it's part of our lives and we love doing it so much but you know for those few weeks it was just like a totally untenable situation like just yeah there's absolutely no way that it was going to be be done it wasn't even like a a question of are we going to do it of course but then kind of in the last couple of weeks I was thinking well if not now when kind of thing because when do you start it back and I couldn't really imagine it was weird because I couldn't imagine bringing it back because I just felt so sad and there was all these things going on and obviously like this is usually such a fun and like joyous time for us every week so I just couldn't like conflate those two things yeah yeah but then at the same time I thought well I, I need I need to get back into it to be able to like feel that again and have that again and yeah and it's, you know it's like having that like little little pinch of like normality or like back to your old schedule and in a sense in a way that would you know doing a thing that does bring you joy bring out big other people joy yeah and it's um a nice a nice thing and I think do. and I think my mum said as well you know mm-hmm. like if you don't do it soon there's the worry that loads of time will just pass without you knowing and then you'll never do it and you lose the momentum of what you've built and I love what we have here and I didn't want that to ever happen and I don't think that like my mum or Robert or anyone would want want that that. to happen either so that's like why we've been away but it's also why we're back and Mm -hmm. yeah just really looking forward to putting out another podcast after so long because I just miss that interaction with all of you and just making it and everything about it really absolutely Um, we're here we're queer and we're ready to pod (laughs) (laughs) so what's been uh, what's been going on with you obviously in light of everything that's happened Lucy and I were supposed to be going on holiday to Barcelona you probably have heard about yeah but everything (laughs) everything kind of happened at that time so we chose not to go and we'll be going again another time but um yeah that didn't happen but what have you been getting up to in the past couple of weeks um well I mean did you take that time off anyway or did you just go back to work I never asked I took off I was so I don't work Mondays as a general rule but I did work that Monday because I had in my head that was going to be so I was like oh I can work Monday I can take the Friday off instead and do like a long weekend I also ended up taking the Thursday off just because I was sort of geared we knew when you sort of made it made in your head you like I thought I was gonna have like eight nine days off work so I was like oh I like I'm annoyed that I'm not annoyed I was like sad that I was at work and I was like your head's in a different place yeah and and I think it's that classic like classic Thing, which obviously happens for a lot of reasons like when something as shocking as what happened to your family happens you do a lot like you, you know if you're part of it and you, you've known the person etc you you do a lot of thinking about life and general bits like that and I was feeling um quite like I need to go and like stare at some mountains because I've done nothing wrong um <laughs> and uh so I was like yeah I'm gonna take a little bit of time off so I did take the Thursday Friday off and I drove I went back to my parents house but I drove like via like the the scenic route via listen, like the moorland did you listen to our song uh, <laughs> What's our song? Are you joking? Baby Shark. No, <laughs> not Baby Shark. What is our song for the car? Are you kidding? We just performed it on karaoke in Sheffield. What? Are you actually joking? I you honestly gonna... don't. Are you going to make me perform it solo now? Yeah, I yeah. am. You can run. <laughs> Shit. No, I didn't listen to that. That's weird. I haven't thought about that yeah, song you've made since me that time. Copyrighted twice. <laughs> in the... Enrico's coming. Enrico? Enrico is not coming for 10 you. minutes in. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh my God. I'm really sorry that I forgot that. Love you. Bye. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I did create like a like an absolutely powerful playlist of like very much like emotion songs and also like big car singer songs, you know, talking your, your edges of glory. Yeah. Your... Uh, 
other songs I can't remember right now. You've got now. your edges of glory. You've got yeah. <laughs> you got your little respect. You've got your secret love song. You know, you know it. You know them all. You've um, got your Saturday's mega mix. <laughs> always got your Saturday's mega mix. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I drove like back via the Peak District, and it was like fucking stunning. Loads of because it was when it was like quite a nice week of weather that week. It was really yeah, which nice, is like which was, was weird. Obviously dead weird. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I need to like, t-. and I, I, I did, I did something I've never done. Mm. Spontaneously stopped at a tea shop and just got myself a cup of tea and a cake, bit of cake. Stunning. And like, that is a big deal for me. I know it sounds like absolutely nothing to everyone else. <laughs> for me, it's that's a huge no, deal. It's, no, I get that. It's hard doing things on your own. Yeah. I definitely like use doing things in pairs as like a bit of a crutch. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it felt very nice. And yeah, just did some nice walking and went home for a bit. But yeah. What cake did you get? Was it a coffee cake? It was a coffee cake. I knew it. Yeah. Wasn't as good as my mum's friend's one. I know her so well. She does. (laughs) She does. Copyright three (laughs) times. You're going to be putting the slammer, but you know know, me so well. I know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was a nice time. So apart from that, and then... I mean, the next weekend I went home as well because it's my mum's birthday. So I've done a lot of going home just because it's like, a bit, I think a bit of comfort and a yeah. bit of like, yeah. just, you know, you had a crisis with your family, made me think about my family and it's like sort of wanting to, you know, spend spend time with them. Yeah. Um, so how was the meze platter? What did Alison get for her birthday? Yeah. Well, um, she got, um, she got... Poirot box set? <laughs> yeah. She's already got that. Yeah. She's had that, she's had, she's had that like 16 years <laughs> before it even came out. <laughs> um... She got, what did she get? She got like some nice Emma Bridge waters actually. Oh, lovely. Obviously, near yeah. Stoke. Pride um, of Stoke. Yeah, like a beautiful big um, like jug, which is really nice with like flowers on. And then like one of those classic flower mugs, but with like corn flowers on. Mm. And then my dad also took her for a star-studded deluxe, deluxe trip to Manchester <laughs> <laughs> to see the kitchen he's been building. <laughs> yes. And then take her out for dinner with us. Um, and actually, we went to a Turkish restaurant, which was amazing and actually incredibly authentic great like proper turkish food we were really impressed what one it's on curry mile oh yeah and it's called like istanbul kofta chesi oh yeah um, nice and it was fucking great and also in this time actually i have discovered yeah an actual malaysian great restaurant in manchester stop no you haven't where curry mile why have i been fucking sitting on curry mile for so long don't know should we go now yeah let's i know go. we just had a chip right book. see you in a bit yeah um, we'll be back and, when we have some roti they do hand yeah, they do hand stop thrown it. roti no, no. I'm not joking. it's not as good as roti kings but it is hand hand fucking pulled and thrown and uh, honestly me and izzy went um just on a whim because we'd heard about it a bit but we didn't really there's there isn't much about it. it's quite new yeah. um so we went just on a whim one evening because we'd already bought, basically we'd already bought a bus ticket because we went to this like zine making workshop obviously um and then izzy's like I mean, without going into it, the state of the buses in Manchester is fucking shit. So, yeah, really bad. And it costs like a million pounds. And you, but if you buy like a day ticket, you can only go on that fucking bus service anyway. Yeah. So we were like, Izzy's favourite thing to do is uh, buy like a bus ticket and then be like, well, I'm going to fucking use it for the rest of the day and I'm going to go as many places as I can. Yeah. So we like looked up where we could go and we were like, oh, we could go down to Russia and go down Karimal. Let's try that Malaysian place. And we're like, yeah, great idea. We went. It was like a stunning day. We sat in the window. There was a sun beaming through us, the sunset. And, um, had this food they brought it out and we were like basically first i ordered milo and they did the milo oh. properly with the full the like, crispy bits. the full crispy lump yeah. of milo on top shitting hell yeah they brought it out and me and izzy were like fuck and, and do fuck. they did they do like the classics yes dish wise yeah pretty much yes 
Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, and then we had like a roast chana. We had a roast pisang. We had um, a nasi lemak with beef rendang. So then we got like to try both of them. Stunning. We had a chakwe chow. The chakwe chow was a bit uh, like not, not the way I would have it, but fine. Okay. Um, and, and they admitted like, they were like, oh, it's a bit different from a normal one, but we still had it. Still nice, but just a bit like soupy, which was weird. Right. Um, Yes, but their roti, amazing. So good. So much so that literally went back within the week because my dad came up and we were like, we've got to go here. Take me. And now I'll take you, yeah. I deserve it. Yeah, you do deserve it. So yes, I've had some food exploration whilst whilst we've been away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I've just been, you well, know, We went to Sugo for your birthday. We did, yes. That was lovely. A very nice time. We should take a picture of you in your birthday present for the Instagram. I haven't worn it yet. Oh my God. I know. I wanted to wear it today because like I wanted to wear it for the pod for you, um, but it was too hot. Yeah, yeah, it's too hot. It's, it's a long sleeve. I know. So, yeah. But, I, I think the yeah. long sleeve will be worth its weight in gold, though, in the future. Absolutely. And I'm very much into a long sleeve. Yeah, these same. Days. I love long sleeves. Yeah. It's very part of my Skate Allison look. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's Lucy's beer, by the way. Yeah, sorry. We're uh, chin chin. Yeah, we're, we're chin chinning on a Friday. Yeah, we didn't we didn't go to uh, Barcelona. I bought Barcelona to the podcast with a, a couple of cans of Australia. I know. I feel like resentful that you paid for these when, like, your dad probably has. Eight million of them. <laughs> He's not a man of um, a job anymore, so he doesn't get free beer anymore. Yeah, so but does he not just like have them like stockpile? He always has loads and loads of beer. Yeah, like gold doubloons yeah. in the <laughs> garage. Yeah, you can dive into them. Like <laughs> <Duck>. <laughs> exactly. So um, back back to the format. Back to life. Back to reality. And back to what you're living and longing for this week. Well, and I mean, we've sort of touched upon it a little bit already, but. I mean, you know, I can't think of anything more to say than the fact that I am living for this. I am living for us being back here, doing the pod, being together and having a nice little queer time. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Because I very, very much, speaking of queer longing, absolutely longed for like this. And just for like, because you were often supposed to be going on holiday with our other mate and like, all those bits and like we missed Eurovision and stuff like that. I didn't watch it because I'm not watching it. If it's not watching, it, I don't want to watch it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and there are other reasons not to watch it this year. But anyway, it's not going to. Happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I sort of like you know spent a bit of time with my fa- quite a lot of time with my family and stuff, and didn't really spend any time with my queer mates. And oh, I missed it. Yeah. A lot. Really felt it. It's Needed like it. it's like what I've said in the past that like there comes a time where you really feel that in this like really almost like visceral way that you need to just plug back in. Yeah, absolutely. And get yeah. your batteries up to yeah. four bars. Yeah, and I do a lot of like, um, when I'm alone a lot, you know, too much uh, thinking, hashtag she had a lot of feelings. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I really need like, you know, to just like see some people and like, um, they can like, you know, tell me the bits I need to hear. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, now I'm getting that again. So I'm very much living for this. I love it. Yeah. I'm very, very pleased. Um, it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I am longing for the um, dream holiday that we're going to have when we eventually get to have it. That- I'm going to take you on a starboat cruise ride through yeah. heaven and hell. That's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely the be- the my longing for like any kind of holiday slash like maybe 30th birthday planning. Oh, absolutely. You need like a complete ex- extravaganza. Because what, what I want us to do is to just basically, mm. because you're you're younger than me in that you're in 1999, I'm 89, but we can just have the the next year as like the 30 year just of everyone. one whole year And everything holiday. that we do needs to be excused by the fact that we're going to be 30. Olivia, should we go on holiday from just before your birthday till my, just after mine? So are you saying so from saying, Christmas Eve mm, to... 
May. <laughs> yeah, to May the 10th. <laughs> I think that seems like the amount of holiday that I personally yeah, need. I would just like to say, to put it in a public domain, that A, you deserved a holiday more than anyone anyway before we went, we're going to go on holiday. And that's why one of the reasons we were going on holiday yeah. was absolutely deserved a holiday and we were going to have one. Um, and now you deserve one even fucking more. Well, so. it was so, well, not I was going to say funny, but that's not the right thing. But like when I was leaving work on that, I think it was the Thursday or something before I was meant to be going to Barcelona. Yeah. I was just like, see you seconds. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm going to have this holiday and then I'm going to be back in work for like one day. And then I'm going to be off again for like six days. Cause I was going to go for like a long weekend course, with my yeah. mom, my brother and stuff. And yeah. we obviously didn't do that either. So what was meant to be like me being off for nearly the whole of May because I really needed to be was just not that because of like, other really shit things. Yeah, because of absolute, like, bullshit, stupid, stupid, really annoying, like, crap things. Yeah. And, yeah, no, you deserve it the most, and I intend to give it to you. What's the <laughs> What's the vibe? Well, we've spoken a bit about maybe doing a, an odyssey to, uh... <laughs> so I've been wanting to go back to Southeast Asia for Asia. For Asia? For Asia? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> or, as we're going to call it now, for Asia. Yeah. <laughs> You and me, Fraser. For Erasure. <laughs> and you and me, always, and for Asia. Um, Yes, so I was supposed to be going on the big uh, trip to Southeast Asia last year as like a... Um, a homecoming. Homecoming-y kind of thing. So I used to live there when I was a kid and I'm like obsessed with Southeast Asia, especially Malaysia. And I was going to be going back and taking my girlfriend at the time who had never been. I wanted to like take her and like do all those bits and stuff. So it was like a big deal. Then things did not pan out in that sort of way. So I didn't get to go. Um, you have never been. Um, and I've literally never been anywhere in that part of the world. Ever. I know. And you, you, you should. And, and it will be like such a like great yeah. sort of culture shocky kind of like moment for you. But yeah, it's like the main... Not like a shock, but like, you know, cultural moment. Yeah. Like where you like get to see a completely different culture. Yeah. Like, and it's so like good. the main food that I want to consume. Well, exactly. That's so. why I want to be taking us on a dream tour of hitting the hotspots of Southeast Asia. It's going to be such bits. Yeah. So I think we should go. Initial cost is like a bit, you know, flights more than just going to Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> but when you get there, cheap. The food, mm. so cheap. Accommodation, dead cheap. You can stay in like five-star hotels for like one pound. Which is obviously what I need to do. Well, obviously, exactly. We're not going to go like, you're going to have the deluxe experience. Yeah. I promise. And I, I know think, all the deluxe bits. Yeah. Because so, I think like, the, per- the perfect thing about going with you is that like, we can do it. It's me. But you also like, know what's required. Yeah, I do. And, and what my needs are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can satisfy you. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm ready to do that. Um, and I think that we will do so that. So attractive to me. Yeah, well, okay. Well, here I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's definitely what yes. we can be longing for. And then what I am living for yeah, slash right. longing for, I suppose mm. it sort of like comes down on either side, is the fact that we are going to hand pulling noodle workshop <gasps> we are we are which ties in very nicely yeah very apropos asian adventure so yeah no that'll be really good yeah when is that july oh is it okay. something okay. yeah we were going to be doing it a bit earlier but then the one we wanted to go on there was only one thing yeah. left, and it would have been really sad to book one of us yeah on so it's <laughs> it's it's this it's this woman who won the great british home cook last year and she makes all of her own like amazing noodle dishes and um really 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 nice food and she at the moment is touring like southeast asia right like have to do 
so much lying down when I just I look know. at her Instagram stories and I just rewatch them. Like follow froth at the mouth and like <sighs> flail about in bed. Follow, sad that I'm not there. Follow at Pippi Eats. I basically want to do that exact holiday, but like, yeah, what the hell? Kind of that, but not quite that because she's got too much money. Yeah, because we don't have that much money. <laughs> well, but I like, don't. <laughs> what? But like, she must. And she's gone to Japan, which is very expensive. She must eat like. 18 Constantly. meals a day. Well, that's what we will be doing. That That, that is Southeast Asia, like, and Asia in a nutshell, because, like, you cannot not eat the bits when you see it. You just, like, have to have it. So yeah. it's going to be, like, 10,000 roti corals, 10,000 noodles, 10,000, like, little sausages on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. I am. I do love a sausage on a stick, famously. <laughs> yeah, famously. Look it up. Um... <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, follow up Pippi Eats. You will not regret it. But you Unless might. you, like, hate that kind of food, and then fair enough, but don't talk to me. Or if you just hate, like, which I understand, looking at food that you can't eat right now. Yeah, that is hard, but I, but I can't not look at it. No. I can't, like... But it's really spurring me on to be like, we have to go. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll be going, great. Um. Cool, so, there's probably so much to get through now. On to consumables. What have you been consuming nom, 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 in the past nom, 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 nom. five weeks? Other than delicious Malaysian food. Oh my uh, god, ASMR. <laughs> yeah, just uh, plug that in. What have I been... Uh, yeah, my, my munchables. <laughs> Your <laughs> my munchables. dairy bean munchables. <laughs> yeah, that like, that like wet ham that's all the different shades. <laughs> like, formed into yeah, a cycle. 50 shades one, of ham. One of my main phobias is wet ham. Oh, wet ham is not okay. No, you know, it's like that's like specific type of ham. Like, my mum always used to go mad. It's incredibly round. In, um, in like, when she'd like make me lunch when I'd be in school and stuff. And I'd be like... I can't have wet ham. And she'd be like, what is wet ham? And how is it different to other ham? And I'm like, no, wet ham is like the ham where it's like different shades and it's wet. And I was like, I do not agree with that ham. I was like, just the other ham. Yeah. If it's wet, I hate it. She ain't having it? No. You need like some super dry roasted shredded ham. I like the wafer thin dry roasted one from M&S because I'm posh. Of course you fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) You're that bitch. I know. And speaking of, I tried... um, when I, when I went to um, Booths, because where I work, there's, there's a Booths next door. So me and my friend Tom, shout out to Tom, listen to the podcast. Hey, Tom. Um, best best work pal. Um, we went to get a meal deal in Booths. And then we How like... How much is meal deal in Booths? Seven quid? No, it's four quid. But okay. you get you get a freshly made sandwich on a fresh baguette, right? Shit. Like a whole baguette, like one of those little ones. A big one, that big. Yeah, like a subby one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. a subway, like, like if you got so a big... Long. Yeah. Yeah, you get that, and it's like fresh, all different types of ones, and like actually like nice fillings like mozzarella and pesto and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and some like salad. Um, you get that, and then you get like any drink you want. You can get like some nice like flavored waters. You can get like a spring water. Yeah. You can get a fizzy drink if you want, but I don't really like fizzy drinks. But you can. And then you also get the best bit of it for four quid is usually on a meal deal you get one snack which is like crisps or a chocolate yeah. bar. You get two snacks. You get two snacks and the snacks encompass loads of different things. So you can get like, um, you know, that like really nice yogurt that I buy in that big pot, the bougie yogurt. And it's got like a cow on it and it's like a gourmet yogurt. Oh yeah. The little ones of them. Yeah. The little ones of them you can get like the mango one, the fudge one, whatever. Because you can't usually buy little ones. You have to buy the big one. But in the middle you can get, you can get that or you can get like a fresh baked good, like a millionaire shortbread or something like that. You can get a lint chocolate bar. Oh my god, brands. Yeah, an orange one or a red one. Wearing all my favourite brands, brands, brands. Exactly. And you can get any type of Tyrrell's crisp. 
So I'm sorry, but for four quid. Oh my God. What an experience. A Christmas of the Game of Thrones family. Amazing. Do you know what I think? That is really good. Yeah. That is actually really good for four quid. It is really good. Might even like start getting the tram to Booth's. Yeah. To get back for my lunch. Yeah. Because that's cheaper than some of the lunch I'd buy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to Pret today. It was £8.60. Oh my God. Because I just wanted a chain. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a change that was not as good as a rest. But you said I just wanted a chain. I just, I just wanted to <laughs> chain my bank account up because I can't be doing that every day. Oh my God. Well, but, well nice one. Yeah. Nice one, Boots. But anyway, so I was in there and then yes. there was this woman who was like, oh, I, I'm from the something something wine company and me and tom had had like a day and we were like tell us more yeah and it turns out i can't remember the name of it but i could probably find it out put it in the show notes but it's like this type of wine this is so the high low now but whatever it's fine um it's the wine from the it's it's the the low high it's the yeah focus on the low it's the vineyard that supplies wine to number 10 (laughs) <laughs> and I imagine they've been drinking a lot of it recently. <laughs> they've not been drinking enough enough. Uh, yeah. And also like um, to Buckingham Palace and for all the royal weddings and events and stuff like that because it's a vineyard that's in England. Well, bloody well. Yeah. Yeah. And they spe- in Yorkshire? I can't remember. But they specialise in sparkling wines. Oh, I do like a sparkling So wine. do I. Love a sparkling wine. But um, I didn't have that. I had their dry white and their rosé. <laughs> all right i know how was very nice yeah especially after a day yeah but apparently it is like spenny right well i'm not surprised it must be right yeah because yeah. i really don't think that like number 10 is getting some echo falls <laughs> to some be barefoot. honest yeah <laughs> yeah yeah free in their airbnb yeah some barefoot <laughs> what's like another one earns julio gallo yeah blossom hill that's the one were you about to say ernst and young because no. you went Ernst and then you went uh, Julio Gallo. Uh, I don't know what Ernst is. that an insurer? Ernst, yeah, it's an insurance oh, right, I think, okay. or something like that. No, yeah, like, no, yeah, 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 yeah Julio yeah. Gallo. What is like another one? I don't. Like, I, like I don't drink that much wine, so like I don't really know. Like they're the main ones, and yeah. then yeah, and then you like got a step up from that, which is like Oyster Bay, which is like yeah, good. Standard, 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 but good, standard seven ninety nine, good bottle of wine. Seven, spe- you'd be lucky to get Oyster Bay for seven ninety nine on a spec. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Let me know if okay. you see it for seven ninety nine. Yeah, I'll get you a few. Um, but what I really want to try that everyone's been talking about loads in the like, um, sort of very basic category. You know, we've had all this hot weather. Is Whispering Angel? What the fuck is that? So Whispering Angel is like a fairly expensive, incredibly like basic yet aspirational sparkling rosé. <laughs> okay. And I asked our friend Kate if she's had it. She's like stunning. It's my favorite drink. And I was like, of course you've of had it. Of course. <laughs> Sorry to troll you, but yeah. Yeah, I know. And then she's like, stop being horrible to me. And I was like, I know, but it's so funny because you would have so many olives and Whispering Angel and be like, this is stunning. And the fact she that it's- bloody have someone we go visit next I time. I know. And the fact that it's called Whispering Angel is even funnier because that's like probably what just like Kate calls people. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. it reminds me of like one of my favorite jobs when I used to work in DIY shops, of which I've worked in two of the major chains. Um, I used to like, uh, when I was really bored, which was all the time, I used to like just look at the names of the um, paint. And that was like my favorite thing to do because there's some fucking hilarious yeah. names like you know like elephant's breath or whatever. Yeah. But my favorite ever was whisper of dramatic. Oh my god. <laughs> which was beige. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which was really boring. But um, yeah. Well, that sounds great. But um, apart from that, I've actually been consuming. <laughs> no wet ham here. Good. Thank um, God. I well, I've been, what I've been consuming. I I have. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's not very queer. But I have watched all of Line of Duty now. 
Have you? Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. I tanned okay. it. I Because I can just, if I'm like alone, I can ju- I just have television on, like, because I need like some sort of noise sometimes, because I just get like a bit too lonely. Oh, absolutely. I can't be alone with my own thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I have to have something on. Yeah, and like this weekend, um, through to next week, my housemates, my little sister and her boyfriend, uh, have gone to Primavera, uh, and they were, and I, and I didn't realize they were along alone. with every lesbian that I've ever met, <laughs> along with every fucking person apart yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realise quite how long they were going for because they're doing like a bit of trip afterwards as well. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going for so long. And they looked at me like, oh, sorry. And then I went, I'm going to watch so much TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just do, I just get through it. Yeah. So I watched all of Line of Duty. I totally know exactly what is happening. I know who H is, etc. Yeah. Like, But I actually, and I'm not trying to like blow me on top You don't of know it. who H is though. No, well you don't. But like the, that that like reveal at the end of it of like yeah. who was actually pulling the strings, etc. But don't you think though, don't you think because this is what I think about Line of Duty, Please that it's me. basically, it's basically Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think? Because it's basically the Horcruxes. And because, uh, because H. H for Horcrux. Yes, H is for Horcrux. <laughs> it's for Horcrux. And like, as well, it's like that you find out that, you know, the Horcrux slash H isn't just spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, but like it was probably not the demographic for Line of Duty, let's be honest. But like it's not one person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's several. Yeah, like they basically just like have to get with the idea that um it's more than one person and then like take each one of them down and destroy them, much like how they must do with the Horcruxes. Yeah, and and to be honest, I mean that fits with that bit where they were stabbing everyone with, I that, know. with, that, with that poison fang. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. All makes sense. I, you know, and and to be honest, Olivia, what isn't Harry Potter? And what wasn't Harry Potter before Harry Potter was Harry Potter? And Hastings, Harry Potter is something else, isn't Hastings anyway. is like, so. is like Snape, because you mm. sort of like, well, not, not like Snape, but he's a mixture of Dumbledore and Snape. Like, yeah. he's Dumbledore, like, leading them through, yeah. but then it all turns a bit Snapey when they think that, like... Yeah, and you're like, oh, are we supposed to actually hate him? Yeah, he's yeah. a naughty man, he's yeah. a naughty man, he's a naughty man. But then you find out that he was never a naughty man. I knew man. he was never going to be a naughty no, man. No, we all knew he was never a naughty man because, like, he just can't Snape. be. Yeah, he's Snape. Fuck. Shit, you're right. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad we digested all of Line of Duty. I Done. know. I should have really, like... I've written a think piece on this but here it is on the podcast for free yeah, so well, enjoy enjoy that. it yeah so you've done that yeah i've done that um what else i'm watching i started watching just this week uh gentleman jack same obviously come out on bbc been waiting for that for a long yeah. time been doing the tv um, um bits for gentleman jack oh, of course on bbc of course one. you have um a couple yeah. of squeezes here my, and there. <laughs> my, my boss was like when we when we first heard about it because i was like buzzing about it ages ago when we first found out we were gonna get it and um <laughs> And then she like wrote to marketing being like, hi guys, um, just so just so you know, Olivia's going to be heading up this campaign just because she has a particular interest in 19th century um, female landowners. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, like it just didn't translate over email, but like the, the joke. And they were like, cool well yeah like totally like it'd be great to have olivia running camp probably thought you did like a history dissertation on it yeah, or something yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was funny so yeah. what do you think of it um so i've only watched um one and like and then i think i've watched about a quarter of the second one yeah um i was thrown by the like uh weird flea bag looks at the mirror flea bag yeah it's rip. like it's like flea bag uh the victorian times is it victorian times i don't even bloody know no it's before that isn't yeah it? it's, before, it's before, that. before that i'm not good at eras yeah I just see, you know, bonnets and I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, yes. No, I was thrown by that. In I was the 1800s, like, but yeah, I'm not sure when. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thrown by that and I was like, oh, 
And I was like, oh, this is very... And actually, she looks... Uh, Saran Jones looks quite a lot like uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So I was like, oh, this is very, like, flea-baggy. They both have, like, a strong yeah. nose, like a sort of, um, you know, sharp face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's quite flea But then I was like, no, people have done looks at cameras before. So that Brechtian thing of, like, breaking the fourth wall, I feel like is such a specific device that obviously isn't done all the time and especially not on no. tv it's something that is a theatrical um, yeah, yeah yeah like um element or like theme or yeah whatever yeah tool yeah it's a de- yeah <laughs> a theatrical device there you go. so it seems obviously like it was quite a big deal when phoebe waller bridge did it on fleabag and it's very specific yes and it doesn't work in loads of other ways yeah and then for it to be sort of reproduced almost at the same time feels weird yeah so it felt weird and then also i was like oh okay is that the way it's gonna go okay fine but then she doesn't do it again she only i think in the first episode she did like three times if that in the second episode she does it loads oh okay 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 and i was a bit like oh so is it not really a thing or is it a thing no she does it's a thing she does it loads because i was like then it's not very strong and therefore it's like you don't are you not really like going with it i don't know she does it to kind of like I understand why the device is there because obviously like it's based off diaries. So you want to get that sort of like personal insight, interior personal insight. And she mainly uses it. Like she just does like the raised eyebrow and like the sort of group scenes. She'll do it to sort of break out those bigger group scenes or conversations. But then she mainly does it, you know, when she sort of stitches the scenes together because she does a lot of fast paced walking. Yeah. Such a lesbian trope. I mean, hiya. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the world's fastest walker population you. Um, yeah. And she, Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm so far away. You have such a gentleman jack walk of like needing to get to the next village to collect your taxes. I just, if I know where I'm going, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just doing it. It's yeah, fine. you really are. Um, yeah. So she does it then. And I think that's like a bit uh, of a device to yeah. like stitch the different scenes together yeah, and provide like, the like, provide like a emotional an, context. Yeah, inside bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apart from that, like a bit like, thrown by that um i'm enjoying it i mean um Ann lister and all of that very much means a lot to me because when we were at university we watched the dramatization which we had maxine peak in we very much did do um, that and we like all met up at, i remember at your house um and they used to live with our other friend sophie and we used to come around and watch it and i just really <laughs> remember it being like cause that's when i was very much like going through the motions mm. of the motions yeah. um and uh it it so it, it meant a lot to me to be like, oh, right. These are like um, some lovely like queer moments that we're building and like a nice queer family. Aww, and a little um, Sunday night viewing together. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. Followed by Perfume Store of Murder or whatever. Oh yeah. my God, great. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I'm always happy to see some Amlister content. Um, and yeah, apart from that, uh, the, the only thing I don't really like is that um, I, I don't like like how of a, <laughs> much of a cruel landlord she is. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is... But I get it, because that's exactly how it would have been. Yeah, and she... And that she, is re- realistic. And she would have had to have been like that. Like, I quite like the idea that she is a really powerful, quite ruthless, and in some ways, unlikable, deceiving, manipulative character. Because usually those those roles in period dramas are, well, are completely reserved yeah. by men. And so the fact that she gets to be all of those things and it's based on a true story, yeah. I think is fantastic. And like, what a gift to be given that part. Oh yeah, no, definitely. 
absolutely it's 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 doing good work in that sense of, of the sense of actually telling the story that yeah. this did this person did exist but i just don't like seeing like people being like put out of house and home no <laughs> it's I, made I, me sad i do think saran jones plays quite a good lesbian though really well yeah really well yeah she got the hands it's a shame that there couldn't have been a real life lesbian yeah yeah yeah. It it's always a shame um, but actually that, that reminds me is that the first bit I saw of Gentleman Jack was when I was watching Gogglebox like last week or whatever before I'd actually watched Catch Up with Gentleman Jack um, and it, I don't know if you saw it when they were watching Gentleman Jack but literally everyone on Gogglebox it was the bit with like the sex scene where she has like the friend the like woman who comes who has the husband who comes and stays and yes, she, they, they yeah. do some shagging yeah which is like um, for one second yeah, yeah 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 it's like for one second but like literally all the people on Gogglebox fucking as narrow minded as they all are turns out were all going like what's she doing i don't get it like how does that work and i really i was like oh my god can you all grow some brains and just a bit of imagination and also just like shut up well do you know what's really interesting so like i was that that still exists so heavily (laughs) yeah inability to know what could possibly be going on under the sheets not only inability but what i found really interesting about it is that like other like non lgbtq plus people who i've spoken to about this yeah have all really like focused on the idea of like the sexiness of it and i was like i just don't see that because i was like there's hardly any sex in it and it's like yeah but there's that bit where they're and i was like oh my god that's for like one it's second literally like one second. yeah and if you look at something like the um bodyguard for example right they yeah. literally like just meet she's a politician and he's the bodyguard they're like having sex after like seven minutes <laughs> and everyone's like yeah that's dead normal but if there were that much sex in gentleman jack i think that like the whole world would have just like imploded because oh, they couldn't cope yeah massively it's and, so and actually interesting the to whole me. the whole point is that like Anne lister was having a lot of sex yeah and, like she was notorious like you know she was yeah sort of notorious the, as, like, the notorious a- big of whatever she lived swatham hall or whatever it is yeah no so she um i i agree and i did think it was um interesting that that was the bit that um Gogglebox chose to show to be like, and then all these stupid reactions, everyone being like, what's yeah. going on? I, I mean, it. were they ever going to show any other bit? Well, no. I mean, no. they showed the bit where she was like, car- ca- come, came, came in in the carriage, like originally. Oh, I loved and, that yeah, bit. And when it was bit. broken, she was like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people She's basically like, like her own AA. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then, like the people were just going like, oh my God, Dr. Foster, what's she doing? <laughs> I was like, come on, like... <laughs> Can we, can we not? Like, do we not understand that other things could happen? But also, mainly, yeah, basically couldn't believe how every single person on Goldbox doesn't understand how lesbian sex could happen. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, apart from that, uh, very good. What have you been watching? Anything particular? Or I've managed to just, like, rinse through quite a lot of things. Yeah. Some stuff that I was already watching and just finished off, and mm-hmm. then just some sort of passing the time thing. So... Um, I finished Special on Netflix, which I did enjoy. And I think it was quite like, it was quite nice to have a series that tackles, I suppose, disability and sexuality in a way that's like not really laboured and or sad necessarily. And that can be quite light. Yeah. Like, I think that it manages to be quite light without trivialising those subjects, which is quite, like, a hard line to walk, I suppose. Um, But I did enjoy the the lightness of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's, like, the most amazing thing that I've ever watched, but I could quite happily 
breeze through six or seven episodes of that yes, in nice. a couple of days and it would be no thing for me <laughs> um I also watched Back to Life, the um, new BBC Three program, which is about this woman who commits um, a crime. You don't really find out initially what the crime is. And then she goes back to her seaside town, which is sort of a bit like, I think it's sort of like a suburb of like sort of Margate or somewhere like that, I suppose. And um, she goes back to her very like middle class parents and she um, is in her think mid to late 30s and she hasn't been out in the real world since i think she was imprisoned when she was maybe 18 oh wow yeah I'm sorry. so it's really interesting and like um it's a bit like fleabag in the sense of like your drip fed informa- information right it's yeah. all very like close with a very sort of like small group of people but then there are all these like revelations and deceptions and things like that Mm. so it's not like high octane drama but the revelations that happen because everything's so close knit yeah it feels big in a different way yeah 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 so um yeah i would say that that is that was quite a good thing to watch i did quite enjoy that Mm um i have been continuing watching easy because i realized that there's a new season of that have you ever watched any of it i remember watching the first episode of that a year or so ago whenever it came out two years ago maybe yeah and being like oh yeah i quite like that but then i never went back to it and then i just literally just saw it on your netflix earlier when we were going on netflix and i was like oh yeah that yeah it's quite nice like quite a nice program to watch i haven't been back to it i haven't been back to it in like a year and i think i got halfway through season two right and then i saw that there's season three coming back out and it's quite good because sometimes it goes back to the same characters but then they're also quite like standalone um episodes yeah so it's sort of perfect for that because you don't feel the need to kind of steam roll through it yeah, you can okay. just sort of yeah. put them Pick on and, yeah. and then i watched one recently that had mark Marin in and oh, that okay. was quite yeah. good and it's got quite a few famous people in it um oh, nice okay yeah so it's like just worth dipping in and out of but yeah you don't really need to kind of steam through the whole thing um i also watched and finished dead to me on netflix the new um drama with um christina applegate and um is it lisa cardellini yeah yeah linda Linda cardellini yeah Yeah, off of um (laughs) (laughs) scooby-doo um and I, i i did really enjoy that and i think that um it's like christina applegate's best acting okay, that she's yeah. done and um, she's really good in it i feel like she's sort of like reached a new tier oh, in okay. it and yeah, i would say like I, I can't even really remember anything i've seen her and i know who she is but like nothing memorable of like an acting merit as it were so it's interesting if she's like stepping up again it's like imagine imagine desperate housewives but in 2019 with a bit of an edge and with only two of the housewives <laughs> that sounds good yeah that's which two <laughs> Mm, Brie <laughs> and Lynette. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, so that's, that's worth a watch. And then, of course, as we mentioned before, I saw a couple of advanced eps of Years and Years, but now I'm sort of like up to date. I've watched yes, three. I have been watching that. Um, sort of like knew it was coming out and obviously I knew that you'd seen it and was yeah. like intrigued by it. Um, and also knew that my office was used as a filming yeah. location. So I was like, I've got to see that. It's going to be funny. You, Which actually you, is a really funny bit. Have you, why, what, what, what bit is it? Cause... It's the bit where, it's in the first episode. Is it the first episode or the second? Maybe second, it's the second. Um, where they like go, um, when when the banks are like shutting down, mm, spoiler mm. alert, um, for the future. Um, 
but um and like they go and like bang on all, bang yeah, on the doors yeah, and yeah. it's like the secondary place where they go and bang on the doors and then like the policeman ends up coming as well yeah, bang them. That's, yeah. that's my office building is it yeah <laughs> It's dead funny. They're like pretending it's a bank or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny to me because, like, also the place where they originally pretend is the bank. Yeah. It's just like a fire exit of like an office building uh. <laughs> around the corner. So dead funny. Oh my god, um, that's so funny. I didn't yeah. know that at all because I yeah. actually don't know where you were. Because I used to know when you had it's, your old job where. Yeah, yeah. But now but I like, know where I work vaguely. now. Like not many people like walk up and down there unless you have to kind of thing so that's probably why just, they did it why, yeah well exactly but so, it seems the way they filmed it it seems like it's a really open road it's quite open it's all quite big they're right. quite big open roads in a sense for the city center but anyway yeah no so i was like yeah i'm gonna watch that and also like we all know i love high school as a genre but yeah if, if there's another genre i love maybe more than high school mm. it's dystopia apocalypse oh, yeah future. apocalypse now what, what? <laughs> <laughs> the what if you know i do love that loads so i was like i'm gonna enjoy this like I'll, I'll watch it yeah um and my main like takeaway from it like from that first episode i spent both like in equal measure being like this is quite entertaining and also being like oh my god stop yeah. it like yeah. it, it it's like some of the stuff that like they're like this is the future or whatever is was like to me incredibly like naff and yeah like but i really enjoy that yeah and i do like like people's interpretations of like what might happen or whatever i and, do and because it's like stuff that's like <laughs> so hilariously like close to the bone yeah a bit of like <laughs> just i i, <laughs> I just found it very entertaining like some of the bits that like they believe the future is going to like that yeah. Russell T Davis believes the future is yeah. going to be and I felt and I also feel like it is incredibly Russell T Davis it's so him but like, yeah. I, like I was saying to you yesterday I'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just no. it's a thing like I was saying to you yesterday I do recognise that and I understand that for some people that would be like a bit of a barrier to entry but for me it's like it's a real comfort to be like oh this is so him this is so his genre it's like how you know how people look <laughs> this is a funny comparison that might seem a bit but <laughs> It's like how people are really obsessed with Wes Anderson <laughs> because they'll be like, they'll be like, his, his work is so specific to him. And it's like, yeah. so like, and then one day they'll be on a train. They'll be like, Oh look, it's mustard and pink. And they'll take a picture. Yeah. And then before you know it, you've just like taken a train straight into the Grand Budapest hotel. <laughs> and that's where you live now. Yeah. Um, accidentally Wes Anderson, literally. Yeah. But um, yeah, I sort of like, I think it's like similar to that. And I quite like it when like people have, a really 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 specific point of view and like a, a style yeah. yeah it's nice it, like you say it's sort of a comfort to know that this is like how it's gonna like the way it's gonna be and the way yeah. it's gonna play out in a sense and it it's is very that because as well it's like they're sort of saying i'm not hedging my bets i'm not diluting my message or my point of view this is what it is like you yeah. might not agree with it but like it, it it stands alone and it's not trying to please anyone like i've got a certain creative yeah. agenda and i do think that um as is the way with russell t davis and has shows through his, old, his older work and does like show through in years and years as well is that a lot of the things he does like especially in years and years the bits where it's like the five-year jumps where it's like all the little bits that are happening mm-hmm. in the world and blah blah, blah and it's yeah. like all dead funny like technology and yeah. like bits like that um those things are slightly you know like tongue-in-cheek and he is and always has been sort of slightly tongue-in-cheek and yeah, i is a tongue-in-cheek like camp yeah. direction exactly yeah it's good i like it um so uh, <laughs> yeah so i'm enjoying it but i do think it's a, a bit like stupid as well so like every time it's like the time of week it's on i can't remember if it's a wednesday night or whatever i always say to izzy and i'm like oh that stupid program's on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like what I really mean is I'm, I'm watching this I'll be, it'll be on the top yes. <laughs> yeah so but we are all enjoying it and it, I, you know I like things that we can sort of shout out and be like oh come on so actually it's good and I like I like the characters I think it's some nice familial relationships being displayed and um, yeah I'm intrigued to see where it goes I know so. I did like the bit where like the grandma speaks to Victor and is like you're the best thing ever like don't let yeah. anyone tell you that you're not That's like cute. one sweet angel yeah it's a nice I bit I did like that bit yeah have you also heard um, that there's a new film coming out called XY Chelsea? Yes. Um, about Chelsea Manning? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to see that a lot. Good. Okay. Because. Is uh, it on in the city? It's well, in the city. <laughs> in the city. It's actually. It, it starts on at home tonight. We're recording this uh, okay. the Friday before it goes out on the Wednesday. But um, it will have, I think, one more day that at least we know about, which is a lunchtime showing at home on thursday uh half one but um, i imagine that they'll probably put other dates on yeah no i very much like to see that yeah in addition to that speaking the cinema um i want to see book smart so do i yeah which i i would assume you want would want to as well yes um yeah because like it just looks nice and fun i just want to be beanie i want to be beanie yeah well hon yeah lovely hon we can um we can use my free cinema tickets yeah let's do that we should go so we need to do that that's one that will definitely be on at that cinema I won some free cinema tickets for winning a competition about tea and I also have a lifetime supply of tea and And that's the tea and that's the tea (laughs) and that's just something that you need to know about me speaking of what's the tea Lucy so obviously we've had this re-up we decided that we needed to have a few beers and um, as is our want pre-podcast have a chippy Um, so we had we had fish yeah, Friday chippy Friday beers yeah we had because we do, don't don't go out to JY anymore we just like stay in and have three tins of beer and a chippy <laughs> which is like our want very much and we had fish chips and curry and we watched the RuPaul's Drag Race season 11 finale I did not open my Instagram all day which was so so hard to do and I kept like opening it as a reflex and being like Pow! And Isn't it amazing like, like how much of a reflex it is? Yes. I did the same thing of this has happened during the time off for the Game of Thrones finale, mm. right? Which is like my finale. Yes. <laughs> it's my finale too. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did a full social media call because I can't look at anything because like it's so fucking everywhere. everywhere yeah. So I did no Twitter, no face- Facebook, no well, anything. Um, but the one one that I kept going to open was Instagram because that's my first one I will always open. Instagram is the only one I open, yeah, really. But I, I would I go through Twitter, so like um and, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I just, it was amazing how often I did it. Oh, yeah. So someone showed just, I was like, lock my phone away and just didn't like do anything. Luckily for me, I wasn't at work. So I wasn't like as bored as I could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so I managed to busy myself. Yeah. Because even it's if so like, hard. even if like I was worried of if I go on to the Guardian website or like BBC News or something like that, like it could have just randomly made it on as like entertainment oh, news. Oh, yeah. Or no, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the news. I didn't look at anything. It yeah. just didn't go online. No, it's hard. And then I like, great. I accidentally <laughs> went on and then I saw like, one picture of two of the queens hugging and I was like ah! and yeah, I had to yeah. like pop it immediately <laughs> and then a couple of my friends like spoiled it um for themselves but I managed to make it through all the day and my tram ride where I usually am just like looking at Instagram um to my flat without having a spoiler well that is an achievement yeah well and done. so you don't normally watch RuPaul's Drag Race as I think we've talked about before but yeah. you kindly agreed to indulge me tonight um for my finale viewing of dreams um and you liked it didn't you i did i I don't i i've always wanted to like rupaul's drag race more than like i don't dislike it i just don't watch it and the one time the few times i've watched it in the past like a long time ago i'm talking like six well i don't know how long it's been around but a long time ago 
I, d- I hate the edit, and that's a, I don't like the edit of most American reality TV programs. They're too quick, they're too like busy, and it like annoys me, and I just like can't. F- I don't find it at all. Uh, like it's, it's stressful yeah it does kind of like inexplicably do a lot of cut twos where you're like oh we're here okay i guess yeah that's the end and, of that. I, and i kind of like i don't quite like that so yeah. but this was fucking great I and i'm very pleased and maybe this is my turnaround and yeah. um turn around bright eyes here i am yeah. <laughs> ready to watch all of it it was literally just everything when christine and the queens was performing oh yeah that walk to like all the previous Obviously. queens i was just like is this a fever dream or is this real life but, like who knows but that that just to say my point again about like the edit that lasted like no time where yeah. it's like you've got christine and the queens fucking milk it yeah but they, yeah. they, they did not and they were like oh that's it we'll yeah. go to something else and then she was just in the audience or whatever. yeah it's just that's weird to me like it, it to, is to be like that but it's very american and like very sort of like that kind of reality tv yeah. program which is fine but that's just like maybe not the most what i'm about no you just kind of like have to let it happen to you yeah but um yeah i let it wash over I thought that... Like the sweet, sweet Savitha. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, don't listen for a few minutes. But, like, this will have been ages since it's gone out, so it's on you if you haven't. If you cared, you would have watched, probably. Yeah, but I I think that Evie Oddly winning was definitely the right thing. I was really pleased that she won. Yeah, and, like, of my very short having been introduced to everyone this one evening, and, like, (laughs) literally, so they did that bit where they all came out, like, um, at the beginning, and Olivia was just going to me, like... We like that one. We don't like her. I'll tell you why. Blah blah. blah. Uh, we kind of like her, but you know she had a rough ride. Blah, blah, blah. Like all these things. Like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And then you like kind of let me like have my own opinions about the four that were left. Yeah. Um, a bit, and then um, but I I gravitated to Evie Oddly very quickly because I like that weird um, sort of like yeah like the weird side of her and yeah. like the sort of avant garde yeah extraness that she yeah. provided. She's very so avant garde, very conceptual yeah. like. Um, it was a bit like Darth Maul love it oh yeah that Darth Maul look was (laughs) cool yeah and and I think that her um, final look was very her and like a really great marriage of high glamour and art with like the sort of bizarre and the uh, you know like um, trick of the eye and all of that that she's quite known for it was very Met Gala does camp yeah which is you know on point so good, good job there so yeah, no, it was it was good, good fun. And did you notice as well that at the Met Gala, one of um, our listeners um, made this was point? There? Yeah, <laughs> probably. One of our listeners made this point um, on Instagram DMs where we were talking about the Met Gala together, and he said that you know, isn't it interesting that the theme is and was camp, but then you look at who the guests are, and it doesn't seem like not one drag queen was invited and there was no one and like and like RuPaul said when he was talking about his look like I just assumed that there would be loads of drag queens or like at least people dressing in drag and he was like so that's why I didn't because I didn't want it to be just like obvious and he was like but no one had yeah and it's kind of weird yeah well they invented camp so it you know is a bit stupid that that was the case but to me it's not surprising (laughs) Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I do love, I do love, rightly or wrongly, I love the Met Gala, mm. um, probably because it's such ripe fodder for me to make memes. Yeah. Which is my favourite thing <laughs> to do. Which is your, your new career. <laughs> She's yeah. become a memester. Yeah. Um, they'll be- You're ne- very good at it. They'll be like, thank you. Yeah. They'll be like a Netflix documentary probably about like people who make memes yeah. professionally soon. You'll be in it. Yeah. Vox popping away. Yeah. You need to um, put some of your delicious memes on the QL. So get on it. I know. Well, yeah, I did the Met Gala ones, but maybe for the next like 
cultural event i'll bring the memes back great bring it all back to you <laughs> um any books uh any books good question i yes i started reading um bastard out of carolina okay or bastard out of carolina however you say it because i said that is one of the words that you still have your elongated vowel with bastard sounds so posh yeah <laughs> which is fine because you know i'm not denying anything um <laughs> she's fine about it everybody <laughs> i'm fine um and yeah anyway I, so i had like had in my head that this was like a slightly queer book like i'd read that somewhere or something yeah and you I, projected that onto the narrative of I the book despite did. it not being there. yes um and <laughs> i found it been there sister been there <laughs> Being like, where are the gay bits? <laughs> where are the gay hobbits? <laughs> well, actually, they're all gay. They've but gone, um, yeah. gone to Isengard. <laughs> yeah, I found uh, the book because uh, I won't say its name again. Um, lo and behold, in the fucking last place I would expect to ever find it, which is the small church in the tiny seaside village of Beer in Devon, where I went on holiday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, like, a book sale. Yeah. And I sort of had known about it, whether, and I saw it, and I was like, as if this is in this church. Um, so I got it. This, um, this gay term. This, yeah, yeah, this, this, this huge gay term that says bastard on it. It's in a church. Um, and uh, I started reading it, whatever. And it's like set in like, um, would you believe it or not, Carolina. Um, and um, it's very like um, coming of agey kind of story about um, this like young girl. And I really enjoy. I like the setting um, and I enjoyed it for a bit. But then it just like got very samey and not particularly interesting. It didn't move very well. There was a lot to go. I read about a third or maybe... Yeah, about a third of it. And then I was like, oh, I just don't even know. Is this even going to get queer enough for me to, like, continue doing this? Can I even stand this any longer? (laughs) So I ended up, like, putting it down, being like, I'm not going to be able to, like, keep reading it. So I'm just going to leave it for now. Maybe I'll go back to it. Right. Um, And then um, I ended up looking it up to be like, am I going mad? Is it queer? And apparently there's, like, a tiny, weird, like, queer, like, maybe bit of something you could, like, make out of something, but not actually. And I was like, "Mm, maybe I'm not bothered to finish it. But maybe I will. Who knows? So I left that. Um, my lovely gorgeous friend Alex who I do book pen palling with has sent me another book which right. is like some non-fiction essays by uh, Asimov so they look really good and I'm interested to read them but I've just started them so that's like a good non-fic like we've said go back to a non-fic if you're struggling always good mm. um, but apart from that I was home last weekend for my mum's birthday and I was like right I'm gonna just like go home and like find a book that I can read within the whole weekend and mm-hmm. just like leave it at home so I reread. Um, on Chesil Beach, yes. which I had read when I was like 17 when it came out. I think the film of that on iPlayer is available at the Yeah, moment. I think, yeah. So, and I remember there being like, oh, there was a film a couple of years ago, like I'd quite like to watch that. Um, and I reread it because um, I remember it like being quite affecting on me when I was younger, but not really remembering much about it or why that would be the case. So I was like, I mean, I'm always intrigued to reread things like that where I think that they mean something to me, and, but I can't remember. So did, did they actually? Um, and like, as a bit of background, like, um, when I was a lot younger, like, I read... No, I must have read that maybe around the same time. I read Atonement, and yeah. Atonement, like, really affected me. Oh, and yeah. I... So much so that at the end of it, my mum was like, oh, if you... F-, I came in the room, apparently, like, stormed in the room. She was like, oh, have you finished it? And I threw it, like, at her and walked out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which is... Well, not at her, but, like, on the floor. And, like, yeah. walked out. Because I was, like, annoyed that she, like, suggested this book and it had such an, like, emotional effect on me. <laughs> Which is like, you know, me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Once a Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. Can I just say, for memes, mm. I've been loving more than even when it's my own season, <laughs> Taurus season, because it's just so funny to me. Like, yeah. I've been resisting sending you every single one, but I have probably sent you quite a few. Oh, uh, you should have sent me some more. You did send me a couple, which I yeah. loved. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. it's just so funny. Like, never has there been more of a Taurus than you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Taurus with me so yeah yeah anyway shut uh, up I'm not I'm absolutely not a Taurus <laughs> <laughs> I hate this book <laughs> off to my room uh, anyway um yeah so uh yeah we read on Chesil Beach uh very much enjoyed it again the second time I feel like it's like McEwen at his prime I absolutely don't like I don't really like him anymore I think he's like gone off the boil yeah and basically writes the same thing over and over and yeah. over and it's really boring about like a middle-class middle-aged man and I don't care about it so maybe it's like publisher pressure of like this is the one yeah that well exactly works. they're like this won't write write a thousand of them yeah and that's like a, sh- a shame when that happens yeah um but yeah no so I enjoyed that so I've read that but apart from that I haven't really um got anything else I want to uh invest in some proper like queer literature so I need to like um just buy some basically because I've read all the ones I have yeah so I need to get some more so that's what I'm gonna do what about you have you managed to do any reading well I've done a little bit so I did start the uh well I got quite far in actually of the audiobook of Tales of the City which I think Um, I mentioned last time (sighs) I don't know Mm. well that's what most people a bit say like it seems I don't want to take away from the fact that like it will have. It would have been a huge trail trailblazing thing, and the fact that like there were so many of these books, and that it explores like so much of like our queer experience that like we've all sort of experienced these things in some ways of like moving to a big metropolitan city, and you know like yeah. trying to meet people who are like you, and moving in and out of different houses, and experiencing like um, you know like queer nightlife and yeah. queer friendships, and all of those like main sort of um, pillars of a person's like queer life when they're sort of like beginning to like self-actualize and you know all of that and I think it totally like speaks to that experience in really interesting ways but to me it's just too sprawling right okay like it I need quite like a tight structure Mm. because it's why I really struggle with like Ali Smith for example (laughs) I I knew that's what you're gonna say next it's too it's too well, it's different reasons why I don't like yeah. like Ali Smith because she's just like really out there abstract. and like pastoral and abstract and stuff. And this is <laughs> this is an abstract, mm. but it's not definite enough for okay. me. Yeah, like enough. I can't I can't feel an arc forming. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I need it to feel like there's a hashtag journey there um, for me to get on board the train basically and that's what I struggle with but what I do think and what I do believe is that all of these stories sort of consolidated and distilled will make an excellent series yeah on Netflix I do think we will like the series and it does look good so I think that I'll really like the series because I think that like all of those experiences obviously they can't make 10 books and tell the whole every single bit of what's happened so I think that they'll like take it and make like like a like a through line because it needs to have that for a series really like yeah. and the characters need to be distilled and you yeah, know sure all, all of those stories need to be kind of concentrated and I think that is coming out is it like the 7th or the 8th next week really yeah I think it's God, that's come around so quick yeah so it's coming out like the week that we that this podcast will be released oh, wow. like a couple of oh, days after so yeah like look forward to that in the next yeah, few days definitely. or maybe you're listening to it like you shouldn't you should listen to it at point of release um, <laughs> we want anyway. to see peaks peaks in the download yeah. figures <laughs> we do uh, yeah we need to be back with a bang otherwise we're not doing it um, <laughs> that's it 
yeah um so yeah really i think i think it'll really really work in that in that medium will cool. work for me anyway but i have been <laughs> sort of miles. yeah um i have been reading um kate bornstein's memoir a queer and pleasant danger oh okay yeah and i've been really enjoying that because i absolutely love a memoir it's my guilty pleasure you do love a memoir love a memoir and i think that like kate bornstein's life's really interesting mm-hmm. i think that they have like a really interesting outlook and point of view and um yeah, I mean, I'm probably like a third of the okay. way in, so I don't think that I can give it a proper fair review yet, but it, it is compelling to me cool. at the moment. And um, yeah, I think that I'll Sounds probably good. steam through the rest of that. Nice. Well, I think it's about time that we talk about what we probably want to talk about this whole podcast, which is our joint this week track of the week yes. i assume i mean i assume it's our joint yeah, track of the week i'm heavily assuming that that that, that is the case seeing as we probably both had our repeat since it came out it could be no other it could be no other than hurry, hurry on, on home. home the new hot single from slay to kitty, kitty. <laughs> okay i'm glad that we're on the same page yeah. that could have been so awkward imagine if you were just like yeah it's that new cheryl track which probably might which, be actually really good that'll, so when that that'll be out, next week that'll yeah, be next week when that comes out that'll be next week yeah no shade cheryl oh my yeah, god but no. um we love pop. We don't apologise. But um, no what we also way. love is Slater Kinney. 25 oh. years, 10 albums, hurry on home. Oh my <laughs> that's God. Like, that's like their beginning to, if they were performing on the X Factor. Yes. 25 <laughs> albums, 10 years. No, 25 yeah, years, that, 10 oh, albums. Sorry, yeah, 25 albums is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 25 albums would be too many, I think. It would. They have the perfect amount of albums, I would say. Yeah. Um, yes, they have released their highly highly anticipated by us and a lot of other people i would assume um, i would hope uh single hurry on home from their new album which will yeah. be out soon um produced by st vincent directed by yes, miranda july yes well the, the video bloody hell oh i mean of God. course it is yeah what a song i was like as always with like a band i really like when they do a new song i'm like always like dead worried yeah put it on and it just like bangs right into existence that's so you to be like worried about a thing that's nice <laughs> to be like what a nice thing to look forward to but like also worrying about it <laughs> <laughs> and also something that like in the grand scheme of things like <laughs> shut up <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> staying up nights <laughs> being like will this be what i want you know what maybe i didn't actually miss this at all (laughs) (laughs) you did oh fuck's sake yeah right yeah i am seen you're doing all those eyes emojis at me right now (laughs) so you you were worried about it yeah i was worried about it i didn't need to worry about it who knew um Mm. not me uh and yeah it swung into life and uh i was like shit this is fucking great and it is a banger did you just say it swung into life Sorry, I, I really like that. Haven't I really done like, anything like this for a long time. I really like swang. <laughs> yeah, so it's swanging, and I yeah. really like it. It, it is swanging, though. Yeah, fair. thank you. Like it is, it is swanging, and like um, my um, my boss at work is also a big Slate Kinney fan. So I told her like that it had yeah. dropped, and then we both listened to it at the same time, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is like," and it's all it's almost like a sort of um, the beginning bit is almost like a sort of religious experience vibe, Absolutely. where it's like, it's like ah, 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 
and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then it's like, yeah, and you're like, shit, yeah, and that, and that like Slate Kinney like guttural, oh, dirty, grimy like chord that like carries you through the song, love it, love it, love it. That's like a thousand rats going through a thousand drains at the same time. You're like, oh my god, so many rat kings, um, and also Carrie playing a real starring role on this track. Yes, and very much being herself. Yeah, and what did you say that because I I was talking to I was talking to Lucy about this um before as like a pre-review and was saying like how um saying about like Carrie's presence on it and you yeah. and you said do you not remember? No. You made a pawn. It was funny. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said she was very much being a caricature of herself. A caricature. <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't hear that. A caricature of yeah, herself. Yeah, because it's like, she's really famous for having like, so, so, Corin has, so, Corin has a like sexy ghost voice where she's like, meow, meow. And yeah. then. Do you and, say ghost? Because I always used to say she was like a goat. Goat. Sorry, oh, you did say yeah, goat. Good. Yeah, goat voice. Um, In like the best and most complimentary oh, yeah, way. Like, uh, yeah, like, Aah. Like, uh, like, a bit, like, bit, bit like Heidi, yes, yeah. and um, and Carrie's like, uh, 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 like that, and she is like the most that, yeah, and it's like the best, I, and, and she's the most that in this song, yes, absolutely, and therefore a caricature of herself, exactly. <laughs> and I agree with it, oh, I agree with it so much, yeah, it's perfect, and, and it is such a good little like. A taster of what is to come with this album, no, I know, that I really think we are in for a huge treat, and you know what, I love, I love songs that are under three minutes um same i well i've talked about before i think on the pod i have that whole thing about like a perfectly formed song Mm. and my thoughts when i was listening to this about for the one millionth time today i was like shit this is one of them yeah i think it's two minutes 47 which is like to me the perfect pop song time and it's time you need and it is and it is quite poppy this which is really good yeah which i really like Um, yeah no definitely so please listen to it if you would like to (laughs) oh listen to it and look at the um look at the artwork as well for the album yeah yeah you won't be able to not look at it also whose body do you think that is do you think it's st vincent i don't know yes that that's a good shout because i think it might be that's a very good shout i don't think it's carrie i don't think it is at all i don't think she would do that no for some reason i just don't think that's in her character character yes but anyway love 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 a million times love a million times love i'm gonna put it on the pod i'm gonna put it on the playlist twice because it's both our tracks yes put it on twice please duplicate yes please yeah i think that like the ratio should be reflected absolutely absolutely and um, obviously we've been away for quite a few weeks, so loads of bits happening in the news, but I think that it's probably, unless it's like a prevailing news story to sort of, if we focus more on what's happened recently, anything that you wanted to discuss or bring to the table that has come to your attention? Yes, so I was very pleased to see that Taiwan were the first uh, country in Asia to legalise the same-sex marriage. Uh, I think it happened on 17th of May. Yeah, so good. And uh, honestly, what a absolute joy to... It's always a joy when that kind of, you know, when a great law like that gets passed and uh, because you get to see loads of those cute footage of everyone having like the nicest time Mm -hmm. of being like accepted finally by um, an illegal stance. So um, yes, uh, I was very pleased. And also I've been having actually a bit of like a revolution of my life of being like you know sometimes I just get like a pull to like want to move to Asia and now I know that Taiwan is the perfect place to move to yeah because not only has it got like the most dream food and stuff which is what I was thinking anyway it also now accepts the gays on uh, in a legal in a legal way so that's very very positive and and a great progression for Asia which I'm very pleased about because I care a lot about Asia 
and I'm happy to see that these kind of changes are coming about. So I also saw some really, really cute, like nice, fur, you know, like on the day where it actually came in, I think it was 24th of May, where the rule came, where the law, where it became law, and saw like, you know, the first marriages and everyone's just so fucking happy and like, relieved yeah and um, I, I didn't even know that it was like close to becoming law there i didn't particularly i'd known that it was sort of talked about a bit but like not really and then it sort of came as it were out the blue and yeah. like i was like oh shit and i was like that is that is great it's news. so nice to have like some surprise good news absolutely yeah yeah it doesn't happen it's a few and far between these days so yeah. it was very very nice so yeah that was very nice me have you um noticed anything in these well small good news mm-hmm. um is that Two transgender activists are going to be getting um, a monument in New York yes. soon. So Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera will both be um, commemorated with an installation in Greenwich Village. Absolutely um, amazing. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a really great a really great thing. Yeah, no, we as a community deserve many, many, many more monuments, and especially for amazing people like this who have done so much work for our community and absolutely deserve to be like revered forever. And therefore, why not have a nice permanent mon- monument? I, yeah. love, I think it's a great move and um, we'll see it when we go on our odyssey. Yeah, well, it's, it's <laughs> going to be, I think, in the Ruth Wittenberg Triangle, which is really close to Stonewall. And I've been to Stonewall before and... Um, just all of that area is just a really amazing place to go and experience if you've never been and I will be making a trip to go and see those monuments as soon as I can absolutely and I need to go because I've never been so let's do that I know that's wild yeah well it's gonna be wilder when we're there it is, it is gonna be wilder <laughs> when we're there it was, yeah and I don't think that we can um, end the podcast without discussing a real sort of prevailing story that has been continuing over a number of weeks, which is over the issue of kink pride. Yeah. So we've been having this conversation actually with um, a couple of our friends as well. And it's everywhere on social media. The fact that a lot of people are coming out um, against people um, expressing their kinks publicly in pride parades. Yeah. Um, what? I know. Uh, I think we both come down on like the same side of the uh, quote-unquote argument <laughs> of this. That, uh, you know, it's the classic thing of like, uh, which we talked about before, of like forgetting our history and forgetting about what pride is and like it's a... It, it stems from a protest etc and the 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 idea of like having like people show their kink etc on display in pride parades was the exact thing of being like here we are this is it too fucking bad get on like this this is how we are this is how we lived how we live yeah. and love <laughs> um, and yeah. it's just sad to like want to people wanting to sanitize pride is like that is, it's a sanitization that's always yeah. been the the problem exactly. and it's and it's it's almost it's that sort of very privileged position of possibly non lgbtq plus people of being like oh well surely like this pride event must be served up to, to be consumed by me yes. therefore like it must be served up to me in a way that i want it to be served yeah aka in this you know uh sanitized in inverted commas family friendly you know oh i want it to be inclusive for, for me mm, but that's but that's not really no, the point hun not <laughs> that is not the point hun um and actually i saw somebody tweet uh and i thought very eloquently uh i can't remember who it was i'm afraid but um that i'm sure probably a few people have said it but have uh, just saying like have none of these people who are complaining about kink at pride ever seen a hen party 
Yes. Oh my God. Right? Hello. Where people are just like out all the time and all the time with like fucking massive big dicks yeah. and like rolling around like being like, ah, yeah. Willie Strolls, etc. Yeah, blow up like, dolls, Willie yeah, Strolls. Yeah, like can we maybe take a step back and think about that that happens loads as well? Yeah. And I saw somebody like repeat being like, like reply back being like, oh, but that doesn't happen. That usually happens at night. And it's like, oh my what? God. If that is, if that's yeah. your argument please and yeah. also it doesn't happen it happens all bloody day like you know it's, it's always like oh, yeah, an old day like, but three days yeah so that is the point I would like to end on on that <laughs> that is a really great point there so, are so yeah. many great points to end on I mean you yeah. just just search the hashtag on Instagram and you'll find yeah. loads of really like intelligent and insightful debates um, yeah. on that but to be honest I think it's um, what I'd like to call a fargument it's a faux argument so Absolutely. I almost I almost like don't even want to like give, give it, it voice. Yeah. yeah but then I do, I, then I do because it's, it's so important just Absolutely. to just to shut that down so yeah. yeah that will be I'm sure continuing up and past the point Old of prides, um yeah. pride month and pride month is um is earlier in America anyway and that's I think that's true. where most of this debate is yeah. centered so we don't agree with sanitization of our culture thank you we don't agree with our culture being served back to us for us to buy we no don't agree with arguments faux arguments thank you and what else lucy do you not agree with this week because it's (gasps) time for i don't agree with it it's been a long time since we haven't agreed with anything oh my lord i have not agreed with so many things while we've been apart (laughs) i've been dying to tell you all i I think we deserve two each this week oh my god well i've already got one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I've definitely got more than one, but I've only got one I can think of right now. And it's a, bit, it's a big game. Okay. It's a big game. That can count for two. Okay. Um, are you ready? Yes. So this week, Olivia, I do not agree with <clears throat> Frisian pop art. And when I say that, what I mean is this. Just Fri- Frisian as in flowers? No, Frisian as in cow. Oh, okay. I actually right. pronounce that, isn't it? Yes. I, yeah, well, I yeah, think yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, right. So in my flat, we was like, you know, sometimes just put the telly on. Yeah. And some of the things that we always wish are on are A, Diners, Divers and Drives and B, Grand Designs. <laughs> what, what's, the first like, thing, what's the first thing you Diners, would... Drivers and Dives. I don't know what that is. Oh my God. Never heard of it. Do you know who Guy, Guy Fieri is? Guy who? Guy Fieri. Oh yeah, I know who Guy Fieri is. Yeah, or Fieri. Oh, like is him. this on the Food Network? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I do know that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so those like our favourite background tellies is Diners, Drivers and Dives or yeah. Grand Designs. I watched that with Sophie when she stays over. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, in between cake wars <laughs> oh god yeah that is not one i want to i want to see <laughs> you're done on this cake war <laughs> apart from one of my favorite things about cake wars or one of those cake programs is there was like a tra- trail for one of them and there's just a bit where this old woman like this old woman she goes that's a cake and, and i love that <laughs> so but apart from that i'm not i'm not about it okay anyway so grand designs like to watch grand designs like to see what stupid people do with all their money but we were watching one and what happens in so often in grand designs especially because a lot of them are from like the early noughties mm. Constantly, these people are coming from living their stupid rich lives in London. And they're like, right, well, now I'm going to move to the city, uh, the country, because that's what I'm going to do, and like do up this like old, I don't know, gothic hall. Yes. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm, it's going to be like a beautiful building, but I'm going to fuck it up and like make an ugly thing that makes it look like a weird student flat. Yeah. Um, and then what I'm going to do is put a massive big can- <laughs> canvas of a fucking pop art cow. Oh. Because they love fucking pop art cows, and pop art cows are like such a specific sect of people and all of them are grand designs okay so i do not agree with 
these fucking pop-art cows are so ugly i hate them so much <laughs> and i was watching one the other week and it had this stupid big canvas of like you know like, you know you know what i mean it's like all the like bright colors or like even sometimes with mute colors but it's like a bit pop-arty bit warhol-esque yeah but it's like a big cow face being like oh, i'm a cow because i'm in the country now because i live in the country now because here's, yeah. here's a picture of a cow yeah okay. anyway i don't agree with it right <laughs> really twists my what no grinds my gears <laughs> twist your melons twists twist my melons man yeah yeah um what do you not agree with <laughs> well it's quite a funny one this week because i actually don't agree with myself shit <laughs> i know olivia we don't have time we've already we're already like an hour half in i know i know but um so actually you already clocked it today oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know what's coming yeah you know what it is and so i absolutely hate and despise <laughs> those little lunch bags that people have and they like really smugly get on the tube or the tram or like the bus it's always some kind of like public commute you don't really see people in cars with them of course not no it's mainly it, it's very much like a, a performative <laughs> a performative thing of like i am a woman with my shit together i have like pre-prepared this chicken salad. Oh, it's um, always a chicken salad. Yeah, it's always a chicken salad. pine nuts. Yeah, it's always chicken salad and like everything's like got some like sections and it's like all in this really quite too small um, sort of plastic hessian bag. I don't really know how else how to describe that it. Is, I think everyone knows what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it always has something. We've all seen. It always has something on the, on the front with like some kind of like Comic Sans adjacent font where it's like my mm. little tiny lunch bag or whatever. Yeah. Anyway cut to i have one in my cupboard i don't even know how i have it because i hate them i was honestly so shocked yeah to see it this i afternoon. think i think like maybe someone bought it for me and that was cute so sure. sorry to be ungrateful but um i i hate them and um <laughs> i was in a rush the other day and then i went to like put my lunch in something and i was like what rifling through loads of bags in my under the sink thing and i pulled that out and i was like what the hell is this <laughs> and then i had no time because i couldn't find anything else that was right yeah yeah, yeah. so i was like oh i have to do it and that's bit that's been in my locker for ages and i haven't brought it home so i'm just <laughs> too embarrassed and i hate do you them. have to did you take it and bring it back out as it is yes you didn't fucking fold it up and put it in your bag no because it wouldn't yeah. have fit because i had my makeup bag and other things i know and i tried to do it on a day that i didn't have my makeup bag or any extra bits in my bag so i could shove it in my bag but then i couldn't because i had too many bits and it was friday and i was like i can't leave it over the weekend i need to like bring it home so i had to bring it home <laughs> i even took it in the chippy with me <laughs> so embarrassing Shamed. the shame yeah <laughs> so embarrassing yeah I, and it's I like it's the kind of people you know like um you know like in bride in like in bridesmaids where what's her face like gets really drunk on the plane yeah and then she comes to see the one who like annoys her like the posh one yeah oh no the posh one comes to see her and she's like really drunk and then um she like says some, the posh one says something to um Kristen Wiig and then Kristen Wiig goes Yes. <laughs> that's like what i want to say to everyone who has those bags a hundred percent yeah that is exactly what is going on there yeah i agree and i don't agree with it it's that like self-satisfied i'm on the commute with my like organized tiny bag of lunch honestly fuck off and they're probably everyone prob- else just shoved like a tin of beans in their bag yeah and, and they're probably on some kind of diet and they probably have some kind of cereal bar in there and i just don't agree with any oh of those things oh my god that's definitely a zero percent Greek yogurt. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely a fad just made its way into there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. A, a, no, a fad yogurt is quite is quite queer. 
Yeah. 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 It's going to be like a, it's going to be a fucking um, Muller light. Yeah, it'll be a Muller light. Mm-hmm. A, a, a fadge is, is very like, I am queer and I do weights at the gym, but I also like berries, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a fadge. Yeah, same. <laughs> well. <laughs> so do you agree about me not agreeing with it? 100%. Yeah. Because you, you did rinse me as soon as you saw that bag. I just went, oh. I, I, I just went, oh, you're that bitch. <laughs> you were like, don't talk to me about it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, right. Yeah. I didn't see this coming though. Oh, is, <laughs> I just yeah. thought you were going to explain it to me later. <laughs> no, I've been, in, I've been in a world of pain about that, about that tiny lunch bag for life. Um, yes. So I don't agree with it. I don't know what to do with it, but I'll do something. A ceremonial burning. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yes, absolutely. We'll f- throw some sage around it. Yeah. Um, to relieve our stress, we need to now look to something to relieve it. Yeah. And what better way? What bigger ray of light is there in our lives than the one the only Celine watch oh it feels good to say that doesn't it it's been a while oh honey we're home yeah and we've had a hard day yeah pour me a cold one and oh by the way Celine watch has done a carpool karaoke with James Corden shit yeah. She waited for the, the, our fucking hiatus to drop this shit on us. Yeah. Fuck's sake, Celine. Oh, and we've been saving it because I saw it, but I didn't want to watch it when I was couldn't watch it. Same. So um, we saved yeah. it and watched it together, didn't we? Absolutely. I think that was the right thing to do, and I'm yeah. glad we did. So we are, um, we're late to the party with it, but like we can't not mention it as the key moment of yeah. Celine. Yeah, we are like 1.5 hours out of having just watched it for the first time, and... It was glorious. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's one of the best carpool karaoke's. I do. Yeah. My favorite bit. Was... I know we're a bit biased, but it was fucking great. My favorite bit was when he inexplicably just like made her give away all of her shoes. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> definitely wasn't comfortable with that. No. But she can just buy whatever shoes she wants again. It'll be you'll be fine, Celine Hunt. But um, my favorite bit was actually like when she just first got in the car and just was like singing everything. Oh yeah. Like she was already so on board with the with the um with the format. She really was. And she then knew what she was doing. They took it to the ex- to the next level and they took it out on the boat for the last Titanic. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. Bellagio. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Basically, there's not much we can say about it apart from like, you should just watch it because it's a great time. You've probably already seen it because you probably care yeah. about Celine. But and it's like 15 minutes. It's like a good chunk. Yeah, it's a good chunk. And she's she's just really, she's really funny in it. She's like, so sort of like stern and serious throughout the whole thing, but in a definitely like a proper like, I'm fucking hilarious kind oh, of way. Oh, she's so... Because, like, people are always like, oh, like, Celine, she's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, she is so in on the joke, like... A million percent. Yeah, yeah. she, and she you knows. you really see that, and that is a really great side of Celine to see. And I really just like her, like, um, her, like, stance in the in the car, the way she sits in a car. It's very, yeah. like, casual. Yeah. I really like that. Casual but powerful. Exactly. That's what we all need. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so as we wind down to the end of our podcast re-up and we look to our future what are your goals for this week lucy my goal my one true goal this week is uh, it's just harking back to what i said earlier about reading my goal is to actually buy some queer literature i've got a couple of like um gift vouchers that i need to use up um yeah i had, a, had a, like a birthday wartstones gift voucher from my boss which is nice mm. so i'm gonna spend it on some proper good queer literature i can read and then i can uh, get back to you on some good bits well um you've probably already seen it but a new queer book actually came out this week um by amelia abraham called queer intentions oh ooh. 
have you have no, you seen that during the rounds? So it's um, called Queer Intentions, A Personal Journey Through LGBTQ Plus Culture. Oh, that sounds good. So that might be one for your consideration. Yeah, one for the list, one yeah. for the list, definitely. It's a brand new drop. Great. <laughs> Hot new drop. Yeah. And what is your goal, Liv? Well, my goal is we have been um, offered an exciting opportunity. I can't really talk much more about that at the moment. Yep. But my goal, as will be shared with Lucy, will be to make that come to life in the next couple of months. Materialise the... The, opp- the opportunities yeah and it could be something that is really exciting we'll take some of the stuff that we're doing on queer longing to the next level and just be a really fun and great opportunity not only for us but hopefully for some of you yeah definitely so watch this queer space and one main thing that we've been missing from the hiatus is getting to talk to you all of the time. You slide into those DMs, your comments, yeah. your likes, your messages. We absolutely love, love, love we hearing thrive from off you. It. We do. And now that we are back in the house, we um, would love to hear from you again. So if you want to get in touch with us, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Queer Longing. You can tweet us at Queer Longing. You can email us at queerlonging at gmail.com. And I think they're just the main and they're most main bits, best yeah. bits. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do Facebook because we're super young. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We're, we're, we're over Facebook. We're extremely yeah. young and not into we're it. Incredibly young. Yeah. Just so youthful that we can't be doing with Facebook. <laughs> I mean, what are. is Facebook? I don't even know how we turn this laptop on. We're just basic babies. It's just always on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be loving you, leaving you, and longing for you till next time. Bye. Bye. Right. Gay rights. Gay rights. Gay rights.